What's up, world? Isaiah here from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify with new episodes every Friday. We also want to hear from you between episodes, so follow our Instagram at Making It Make Sense IJT or email us at Making It Make Sense with IJT at gmail.com. Now listen up and let's make all the sense. What's going on, world? Welcome back to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. And today we're going to be talking about cancel culture, but most of all, freedom of speech. Um, with a little cancel culture mixed in. What do you guys feel about that? Jasper, let's start with you. Well, let me define freedom of speech for, for the people just because they don't know what it is. Um, Freedom of speech is a principle that supports the freedom of an individual or a community to articulate their opinions and ideas without fear of retaliation, censorship, or legal sanction. Where do you get that definition from? Uh, Same as you got towards Google. (laughs) No, I actually have a copy of the Constitution here. Uh, uh, Look, I gave my definition. Don't come, look, can I have my moment, Theo? Can I have my moment? No, you did not. He said, actually, I have a copy yeah, of the Yeah, he's trying to come for my right definition. <laughs> I have my moment. I don't, I, he had his moment. I never come for his definitions when he gave them. Wasn't that like a very conservative thing to have? <laughs> to say. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the best little transition, y'all. I can't. He was giving very Fox News. He was giving very Fox News. <laughs> no, but you know... The reason I'm saying that is because that's also because that, that's the definition that a lot of people use. But the, the, the definition of, you know, the First Amendment definition is uh, the United States Constitution prevents the government from making laws such as or establishing at the um, such as the regulation or the establishment of religion or prohibit the free exercise of religion or freedom of speech. So the, that definition it's saying is, is a little bit more general. Like freedom of speech is the government preventing us from being able to speak out and censoring us, not us individually. I don't know if that makes sense. You stole my moment. See, America, I can't have a moment, y'all. I can't give a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let the people know why we're thinking, well, we're having this conversation. Well, America, people, listeners out there, um, I um, was, you know, you know, uh, going through my week as I heard you do, and um, I, you know, noticed like on, the, you know, through the media and news outlets and stuff like that, that people are being canceled or being, um, you know, reprimanded via the um, viewers and consumers because of their opinions or views, and you know, they're being um, uh, characters being assassinated or characters being attacked because they have viewpoints that people may not agree with. And so I came to this this uh, freedom of speech because do we really have freedom of speech? And if we do, it's their line that should not be crossed, which I think there, are, there is, but you know, their line that should not be crossed. Is this personal, uh, Jasper? Did you experience something last week or this week um, I that brought you to this conclusion? Well, yes, because I experienced a lot. I've been, you know, been... Uh, a lot, cause you know, y'all, most of y'all know I am on a, a, 
a social media person, so I post stuff all the time, <laughs> and I've been labeled uh, colorist. I've been I've been labeled as a person that don't like black women. I've been called transphobic. I, I've been ripped apart, and so I can. So it's like a personal thing because I can't say something or I can't express my understanding of something without my character being uh, attacked, without me being uh, accused of these things. And it's it's weird because it's like. It's, it's like we have the freedom of speech, but when one expresses their freedom and their rights, now it's a, it, it becomes a problem. And then they're it, it's a, they're they're are immediately immediately accused of these things. So I just I've been in a situation. And I feel like I feel like it's unfair because it's like you know we should have the right to express ourselves. Yes, there's a fine line. Yes, and she shouldn't just be outright offensive or disrespectful, which some people are. But I feel like if I see something, or you guys see something, and you want to post it, and or, or post it. You should, we should, you should be able to post it without any negative reaction or, or feedback. Like people should understand, this is their opinion, this is their view, and if they, this is what they think, this is what they think, and not be offended or assume the worst of somebody that you don't even know, because it's people that don't even know me or know you guys, and we get bamboozled with all kinds of things. It's like weird. Again, free. Free speech means the free public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. Go ahead, Isaiah. Um, and I just feel like I, I, this I have to say, like I feel compelled to say this. I just want to be clear that, and again, this is in you know our experience of Jasper. I, I don't know there to be one transphobic bone in your body. So I just want to say that um, in support of Jasper, because I don't, I, that's that shit I don't like. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't think, I think that's a, that's a very loaded, um, and obviously we, we um, speak, you know, in support of, um, and in love of our trans brothers and sisters. And so I think that's a very loaded comment to make about someone, not only that you don't personally know, but from anything I have seen on um, Jasper's social media, I've never felt like it was transphobic in my yeah, personal I, opinion. I, but thank you, I echo that as well. So, I've yeah, never, I, and I will be the first, second, and third person to let Jasper know, hey, that's not yeah, the transphobic. We let each other know. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah, I don't yeah. feel good about that. And I think, you know, I, I think that's an irresponsible comment to make about someone that has been very openly supportive alongside us um, of the trans community. Those are our brothers and sisters. And uh, and so I, you know, I just, I felt really strongly about saying that. So. You, you know what, Jasper, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Jasper's um, social media personality is very outspoken and is very blunt and can sometimes be uh, necessarily vulgar. Because vulgarity sometimes, you know, a good fuck a good, you know, to use the word fuck sometimes is needed in a sentence. <laughs> oh, definitely. And it feels good to say. <laughs> a good and, motherfucker um, is like... <laughs> yeah, it, sometimes it feels good. Like, and um, I, Jasper's personality in, uh, in the social media realm is that. And I think people, uh, when you see a personality like that that you don't know sometimes, they tend to mislabel and mishear and misread what it is that Jasper is doing. I think it's a very loaded word and mislabeling of Jasper or the King of Shade to say that he is transphobic. You know, say 
out of all the things that Jasper posts, the, that is, yeah, that, um, we're going to take the L on that, whoever is trying to label him as that. But I don't think, um, but that also goes to say, I, Jasper's personality in social media is someone that's supposed to be opinionated, that's supposed to be blunt about his opinions. And when he is doing that, people are bashing him and trying to bash him or anyone who's doing that. So like his personality isn't, oh, he didn't become the personality the personality that he is. I don't know where that accent just came from. Uh, I, he didn't just become that personality <laughs> because he was giving out Bibles and feeding the homeless. Like, right. so it, 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 it bewilders me. Like if I was someone that presented to be like Gandhi and then all of a sudden I'm being like, you know, political and I'm being vulgar, then question it. But it's just weird. But also people have a, a misconception of what freedom of speech is in terms of the First Amendment and then these things that we do in social media. Like social media has the right to censor us and there are repercussions for the things that we do in social media as well. So we also have to understand that with Jasper, with your vulgarity or your outspokenness in social media, there is consequences for that. And, oh, yeah. and Instagram and Facebook and all these folks, they have the power to um, restrain or censor. And also, if you say something derogatory and truthful about untruthful about me, I have all rights to then sue your ass and take yeah, you to court yeah. and liquid and liquidate all your your assets. Liquidate all your assets. <laughs> Not the ass, in the ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Liquidate the ass right in your ass. <laughs> um, I so and and here's the thing too. Like I think that um, and while in support of of while in support of Jasper, I think that there are, so I believe in, obviously I believe in freedom of speech. The thing that some of our counterparts, you know, in, in different spaces, uh, I think that, the, I don't think it's a confusion. I feel like it's a willful, willful ignorance of, is the fact that the statement freedom of speech also yields the question of, but are you free of the consequences that come with your freedom of speech though? Bang, so bang. that's the, the unfortunate in some cases part of it. Like for example, um, for me, I personally find, I, I personally find like when Jasper shares opinions on his social media about different things, like I find it refreshing and I find it funny, but I also, I, I think it also, because for, for us, it lends like just a different lens to him because I think also people get very wrapped up in, um, I don't know, like almost like identity, meaning that a person shares a, por a part of themselves that doesn't seem like something that is digestible to you. And all of a sudden there's a huge it's problem wrong. with it, right? It's wrong because you're sharing different parts and pieces of yourself, right? So the same way we can, um, come together here and we can have incredibly spirited and intellectual conversations filled with depth and me depth and meaning um, does not mean that you know he can't then go on to his spit his own social media space and drag and read somebody for filth because that's his there's a duality that's Jasper is the manifestation of that 
of duality 100 mm. percent. and so i think a lot of that that comes from like people getting very wrapped up in okay this is who you are this is your persona this is your identity so we're going to just kind of place you in this one little stereotype and pigeonhole you and this is the person that you are you're not allowed to have different facets of yourself and i think that's part of sometimes where um where we kind of run into this issue sometimes of, of freedom of speech i personally i think i think it's okay to say things you know within reason sometimes mm -hmm. but i also think it's okay to it's okay to to say what you actually feel i also think i come from the, the school of you can say anything you want it's all in the way you say it right True. so like mm. i can tell you to go fuck yourself but as long as i say it in a very, i can tell you to go fuck yourself i can just go well you have a great day bless your heart mm -hmm. i told you to go fuck yourself but i didn't use the same words did i so yeah. it's the but the effect but the effect is different the effect of course absolutely <laughs> and i agree with that the effect is definitely different but like it's 100 different but it's like sometimes i think that's when you have to just kind of read between the lines or or gain kind of figure out the nuance of that right like i think like people all over the country now like i think for a long time like in the south when someone would say bless your heart like if you wasn't from the south too you knew they they like they don't fuck with you but like in other <laughs> regions then people started to learn like oh they just told me bless your heart oh they can't stand me like so, you know, mm -hmm. but, but I digress, but Theo, what's your, I mean, what's your perception on freedom of speech and then kind of- Because yeah, you're the king of it. You're the king of it. I am, I am the king of, I, I'm very, <laughs> I love freedom of speech, but I'm very, in terms of, uh, when it comes to freedom of speech, I'm, my way or my ideology is very conservative. I believe in freedom of speech as per the constitution. And I know that I can say whatever I want, but there are consequences within a limit, though. I'm not going to go, and, and people love to use this an analogy, of I can go into a movie theater and yell fire and then cry mm. and say, oh, well, I got the right to say what the fuck I want to say. I'm in America. No, you, you know, <laughs> No, you do not. And once again, freedom of speech is if the government is oppressing or suppressing and... Um, censoring me the government doesn't have the right to, to do that and that's why i say what i say within reason i know and where you know i know boundaries and the perimeters in which i can go and be reckless with my mouth and with my language i am not going to for example go on social media and bash black women mm -hmm. um, we're in an era now where people are being held accountable People like to talk about, you know, quote unquote, cancel culture. I call it, you know, you're being held accountable in ways that we never were before. Because before it was okay. Culture. It was okay before to be derogatory and just be plain, be plain old dirty and nasty to black women. Today, no. You know, I'm not going to go and say something reckless about Asian people and then cry and say, oh, well, I have the right to say those things. No, you don't have the right. You use hate speech. I'm not going to go and say something anti-Semitic because it's hate speech. I'm not going to go say something against women because it's misogyny and it could be received as hate speech. You know, I know the boundaries. Like I have kitchen table talk at the kitchen and I don't bring kitchen table talk to social media or to people who are not uh, gatekeepers of that. I think folks, if I don't want, I, I have an opinion about a lot of things. Just because I have an opinion doesn't mean, mean that I need to articulate it 
Like children do that. Sometimes you have to tell, like I have a nine-year-old nephew, God bless Frank. He, sometimes I have to let Frank know, like, first of all, I'm your uncle. <laughs> don't talk to me like that. I'm an adult. Don't say that. And like, dude, do you have like censorship? <laughs> because children say things like, you know, when I was gaining weight, Frank called me fat. Uh -oh. and, yeah, Uncle Theo, you're getting fat. And just clear and simple like that, not, not caring about boundaries or feelings, you know, because children, we teach children that. When, when I was one time, I think one time I, I, like, I came from the gym and I stunk, he told me, Uncle Theo, you can't go out like that, you stink. Like, yeah, he will, if, if your breath stink, Frank will let you know your breath stink. Without even a thought, even if you're in church or you're in public or you're with other, and you know, that's what children do. And there's a lot of children in social media that have on a mask of an adult who are saying things without boundaries and without thinking. You cannot sit in social media in 2022 and call any woman a bitch with me too around the corner. You cannot sit in social media and degrade black personalities or black women or black women personalities and not expect a backlash. If you are, that means that you have not been cognizant of the past couple of years that have been happening. Freedom of speech. Now, the government cannot say, send you a letter or censor you and saying that you can't do that like they do in China. Like China, you cannot write bad about the government. The government um, limits how long you can stay in social media. In America, we have that freedom thanks to the First Amendment. And the First Amendment's freedom of speech and what is protected is against the government, not us individually. Because if you say the wrong fucked up shit to me, you're going to catch these hands or you're going to catch my <laughs> lawyer's hands. Not the hands. Not, I ain't no thing on your hands, y'all. You didn't catch hands or catch the paperwork. I talk the talk and I fight the fight. Because <laughs> he can solve this out, but I didn't know he could walk the walk, y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think... And that's the thing, too. I think that it's very easy also for people to come from this place of, okay, well, there's a lot of, like, a place of, like, social policing, too, if, if I can say that. I think that sometimes, like, you know, okay, well, some people are like, okay, well, I'm allowed to say this. And okay, but yes, you're not free of the consequences. But then also there's this understanding too of like, okay, there's certain things, and Theo, you had mentioned kitchen table talk, um, yeah. where I feel like, like there's, like, I'll be totally honest, there's certain things that have been considered kitchen table talk, like in my life, mm -hmm. you know, maybe growing up and stuff like that, that turned into for me as an adult, like, okay, well, I'm going to say this because I, not just because I can say it, but because I should say it. So yeah. it comes from, I think some things are also born of, of, of like, where's the essence of it coming from that you're, that you're speaking on or wh what's the motivation behind it? Are you just saying it because you want to throw a tantrum? Or are you saying it because it is necessary to the collective consciousness of the world or this country and what's, what's, you know, been happening, especially in recent years and is it pertinent to that and I think those are questions that you should ask yourself sometimes before before you throw things out there 
I don't like to call it cancel culture. I like to call it accountability culture because you don't have to. And also I think it's like personal to, to it's kind of personal to each person. Like if there's mass outrage about something one person said, then yes, yeah, sometimes you can call it like a gang mentality, but then other times it's just like, maybe what you said was actually really shitty. And that's why so many people reacted really badly to it. And then on the other side of that, it's like, okay, well, as a personal decision, like I might just decide like, okay, well, I don't respect or like that person. So I'm not going to listen to your music or watch your movies or buy your merchandise or whatever. Like, that's just a personal thing for me. Like there's certain stuff right now, like as much as I'm like, oh, you know, I missed that song. I'm not listening to it because I don't, I, I don't want to listen to that particular artist. Because for me, it doesn't align with my values anymore because of what I found out how you like to act behind closed doors. You better not be talking so, about R. Kelly. <laughs> okay, I sure am. But like, your favorite sure singer, y'all. Okay, like, <laughs> not his favorite singer. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, like, that's just because it doesn't align with my values. Now, as far as like, instead of cancel culture, because I just feel like that's become like a hot, a hot button word for like far right people that like they like to just say stuff yeah. like oh that's cancel culture no that's you getting your that's you getting your accountability badge because guess what you need to be held accountable for being a dick like i'm sorry like i don't know what other you know like i think instead of cancel culture it's just like oh just let them be who they are well listen we've been letting certain people be who they are for like 400 500 years okay mm. and where has that gotten us so no sometimes you need to be dragged publicly and you need somebody to tell you like hey it's not okay for you to say it ends here. It's not okay for you to say it ends here. Like that's it. So, you know, it's, and again, accountability culture, fine. If you don't want to, if you don't want to listen to, or if I don't want to listen to your music or watch your movies or watch your TV shows or purchase your merchandise or whatever, then that's my choice. But also remember this, you're still wrong for your behavior or what you, you, you put out there into the universe. If you said something that's shitty or, or, trashy then yeah you should be raked through the coals for that sorry and then you can have your comeuppance and maybe find your way back to some semblance of where you were in life before but I mean I I think people want some kind of like instead of cancel culture like oh I want a badge for for saying my speaking my mind sometimes or a pass rather past culture guess what nobody asked you first that's Nobody. number one. Nobody asked you. Not one person. But Jasper, why do you think, because, you know, I've seen some of the shit you have written as, your, <laughs> as the persona, and that shit has made my balls tingle said, in ways oh, that... Said, that balls <laughs> you said what? You said, you yeah. said what? Say it again. Because like, I, I have seen some things that you've posted, and they've made my balls tingle. Have you guys ever been hitting your balls? That's that tingling oh. that I'm talking about. No, I don't hit balls. <laughs> I don't, I don't I never hear in balls either. My like you've either. ever been hit in your balls, I said. <laughs> no, I didn't. On your balls. Because I, because there's some stuff that you have said that I I can see why someone would say, for example, that you are not a fan of black women. <clears throat> because you're, once again, not you. I think your personality, and people need to understand that there's two different people. Ah. There is Jasper the real person absolutely and then there's the personality king of shade and i can see why someone would say that the king of shade 
will have a problem with black women. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, because I mean, I because I, I I post certain things from the things and um that I can see see why someone would say he must not like black women, but if it's 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 part of the game. It's, but it's my it's but it's, it's what I think is I'm giving giving my opinion on the on the content I'm watching, and if the two people that I happen to feel like I, I, I they have the worst behavior or attitude in my opinion, I'm not really I don't see it for them. And they have me dark skin does not that does not mean that I'm attacking them because of their skin or their skin color. Because when I when I talk about people or talk about women that I don't like on I like on shows I watch, I'll give a description why I don't like them. I always explain this is why I don't like them because they did this, did this, or did that on the show. It's not their skin color. I'm not saying oh I don't say oh because they're dark I don't like them it's because because on the show they did something I didn't like or I thought they was being this or that. So when I'm when I'm, but I can see why someone would say, you know, you don't must like that one because your some of your posts seem to tar- seem to gear towards gargoyle skin women. But I'm like, no, because one, I'm black. Two, they're they're my complexion. Three, my mother is a woman, a black woman. My niece is a black young girl who I love and adore. So I don't have issue with black women. But I can see why people who view my stuff would say that and say that, and I take it personal because it's like. And attack on my character because I know outside of Instagram, Jasper loves black women. Jasper adores black women. Jasper roots for black women. Jasper will Amen. fight, go to war, throw these hands for uh, black women. So the misperception and, and the misrepresentation is what I'm here for because I can post something, but it does not define who I am as a person. And that's the issue I'm having with this, with this freedom of speech, cancel culture, because it tends to define someone and it's not who they are as a person. And that's the problem with cancel culture and cancel culture is very selective because they don't cancel white people like that. They always cancel black people. FYI, America. <laughs> it's, it's very selective. <laughs> very selective. And, you know, and, you know, that's right. When it's time to cancel a white person, I'm all in for it. Do you, yeah. guys, you know, I remember, <laughs> I remember when, um, in my mind, when, when cancel culture started, do you guys remember mm-hmm. Imus in the morning? Mm-hmm. Don Don Imus used to be this guy on MSNBC when MSNBC was nothing. He was a radio Wait, person. I don't think I. I don't think I recall. Enlighten though. Go ahead. Continue. I, I'm gonna remind <laughs> you. This this comment yeah. is gonna remind you. Remember, yeah. he called a bunch of WNBA black women nappy headed hoes. Oh, I remember that. I remember yes, that. that's him. That? Wow. Oh, and yeah, they. I was <laughs> At first, no, 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 no. At first, everybody was like, you know, that's just Imus being Imus. And then something it. happened yes. where everybody Same. got riled up and held this man accountable. And I think cancel, again, is the way that these ignorant people see it when they do something fucked up and say something fucked up. Cancel is the way that they see it to make themselves look like a victim. Oh, like, yes. no, you were oh, canceled sure. after this whole uh, long, long history that you've had, but you've always been this raggedy and nasty and racist. Mm-hmm. He apologized. And I think that Don Imus later on went on to die of cancer. Thank you, Black Jesus. And had never had a career again. Oh, wow. Because I, that's what I believe should happen with all racists. Because oh, his comments were rooted in racism and white supremacy. And that's when oh, I remember boy. this cancel quote-unquote cancel culture accountability 
started happening. And I was like, look at God. And then they started replacing him with different personalities. And they were trying to smooth over that they had this nasty man. And I think somebody articulated it very well that Don Imus on that day didn't choose to do anything that he hasn't been doing for the 30, 40, 50 years of his career. You guys are just holding him accountable today. Today. And that's the thing is like, I mean, first of all, I don't even want to dig into the you fixing yourself to refer to not just a black woman, but referring to to the texture of our hair. So that's Apple. that's <clears throat> off the off nappy head like holes. And I, I, I would I never will. call. I would never even at specifically, and maybe this is the the thing to like. There's a sensitivity, and I think we can all like speak to this, like in references to our our mothers and you know the the um, obviously all the, like the women in our lives in general. But like, there is no reason for you to ever be speaking on not just our hair, like as a as a culture, as us. But you should never make one comment about a black woman's hair, ever. You just be quiet. Like there is no reason for we'll you to be saying anything about a black woman's hair. Not once. You shouldn't even, I, don't even look, don't even look at her hair the wrong way. Just be quiet. Like, let her beautician take care of it. Like, let her take care of it. It's none of, just don't even, don't even do it. That blows my mind. That's so, like, it, it's, it's, sho- it's both parts shocking and not. But that's the kind of stuff, like, you know, again, like, you're, you're free, you're free to choose your choice, but you're not free of the consequences that come with your choice. So when you say stuff like that, that's all on you because you said it so there's no way to you know what i mean like there's no way to especially that kind of comment there's no other way to frame that like it's not even cancel culture it's you're disrespectful as hell period and there's no coming back from that i know there's some people that will be like oh well i did that when i was um you know all within reason again if you were a 12 year old child or you were a child Mm or uh, if you didn't know any better 36-year-old Theo has a certain level of understanding and world experience and societal experience. Grown-ass people are out there, you know, sexually assaulting women. Grown, you know, a a little 10-year-old boy doesn't understand sexuality, doesn't understand sex. And when he, let's say a 10-year-old boy sexually assaulted or sexually touched a, a, a pair, why will I hold this child accountable for his actions when he's 30 and 40 years old? That in my belief, I'm not going to say that, you know, when you were 10 years old, you touch a girl in your class or a boy in your school. You know, when you were 10 years old, what the fuck were you being exposed to that taught you to be that way? But some people are holding folks accountable for stuff they did when they were children Instead of holding the account, the adults accountable for why children are behaving the way in which they're behaving. And, ter- and then these unchecked children go into society and become 36-year-old men, 40-year-old men, uh, traumatizing people in their societies. Again, and once again, I don't believe that if you were a 36-year-old racist, when you are 60, you are just a 60-year-old racist that learned how to hide it. 
I don't think that you can cure racism. That's not, I don't think, you know, once a racist, always a racist. Even if you have black people in your family. Because uh, I've seen people who have biracial grandchildren and they're just as nasty, just a little bit more uh, on the cover about it. Uh, I, I, if you are someone who sexually assaulted women and raped women and violated women as an adult and you're 60, that is who you are. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, the brain fully develops by 25, right? So supposedly there's a bunch of Neanderthals still working around here. <laughs> but you know, but they know sorry. what they're doing. They, they have full, they full, full well oh, yeah. know what they're doing. So, you know, this is, um, but, you know, it needs to be, it needs to be um, equitable. You're going to counsel black people when they mess up or say something. White people need to be counseled and held to the same standard. It shouldn't be selective. And certain people are protected and shielded from counsel culture. We've seen that as well. But people are, people are protected and shielded from it, you know. Um, and I think it, it's, uh, it's unfortunate in it because, um, you know, it's, it's, it, we should, if we, if, if we are, if they are giving grace, we should be giving grace if we mess up as well. I just think- But we know important. why, Jasper. We know why, you know, mm -hmm. we know why. And, <laughs> you know, it's just, um, it's just, it's just cancel culture. This is, um, in this uh, freedom of speech, I, there's definitely a line that people need to be more aware of, you know, myself, you know, I know this, I know the lines there, so I only go so far within my line, but I do feel like, you know, it, we, it's, it's okay to, we share, we have the right to, you know, express ourselves, especially uh, content creators or bloggers, we have the right to post post things, but there's a fine line within reason. To, say you know, gonna, uh, to echo something that you just said, I'm gonna make an example. One that might be a little bothersome to some people. Uh, when in terms of, um, you know, black folks are held accountable or counseled different than um, their white counterparts. That's why this thing was built with Bill Cosby. Yeah. To me, it seems strange. Not the behavior, not the nasty, ugly behavior that he manifested. The fact that again, he's um, Bill Cosby was giving quaaludes to women at the Playboy Mansion and assaulting them and violating them. Mm -hmm. But at no point in time did um, Hugh Hefner, the home, the owner of the home in which this man violated these young ladies, these young ladies at the time, and the, the home in which um, quaaludes were provided was held to, uh, his foot was held to the fire. Um, he had to die, and now there's a documentary about him, and now everyone's saying how much of a deviant this man was, when you, it was evident before. He put how deviant he was out there, but because he was white and untouchable, no one held it accountable. Exactly. Bill Cosby, is an 80 something year old man you motherfuckers are dragging him through the dirt so much so that they fucked up in his case and violated his constitutional rights that they set him free yeah. because if they would have prosecuted him correctly bill cosby would have been under the jail he would have died in jail for all those fucked up things he did to that to all those women yeah. But because, again, they were trying to hold him accountable in a different way that they didn't hold Hugh Hefner and um, I think Robert, Robert Polanski, who raped a 14-year-old girl yeah. at the Playboy Mansion, wasn't canceled, still making movies. But we know why. But, we know why. but yet Bill Cosby 
who raped and did all these nasty things to these women, why isn't there, once again, equitable? Yes, equitable. Um, uh, exposure and equitable accountability and equitable, equitable counseling. Mind you, Bill Cosby has never been my cup of tea. I didn't idolize Bill Cosby. I've never found Bill Cosby funny. I found his sweaters to be disgusting and disturbing. I never watched. I've never <laughs> watched the Cosby Show. <laughs> I've never watched um, the Cosby Show. I was. I wore sweaters like that as a kid, and I loved them. You felt empowered. You poor go thing. off. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he isn't an icon to me in a way, right. or legendary to me in a way that he has been for a lot of black people and black Americans. And um, I, so I can also see how people are being protective of that, especially at his old age. But Bill Cosby was popping those queer loots and those women when he was a grown ass man. He knew that what he was doing was incorrect and inappropriate. And Bill Cosby should be held accountable for what the fuck he did. But what about his white counterparts who were co-conspirators who provided the ladies and provided the drugs in their own homes and uh, in his own home in the way we and not yeah, yeah, not the, yeah. In the way that we so, <laughs> back to what Jasper was saying there is this one-sided accountability once again R Kelly God knows I love me some R Kelly some bump and grind and I love R Kelly because he wrote Aaliyah's first album mm, yeah and if mm. you know me you know how much I love Aaliyah yeah, but how many musicians have not been doing what R. Kelly has been doing? My Elvis married and had sex with a little girl, and he is the king of rock and roll and blah 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 and blee 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 and boop boop boop. A lot of the, his white counterparts have been doing it years before R. Kelly got the R in Robert, but R. Kelly's being dragged and is being once again. R. Kelly is a disgusting individual for what he's done, and especially for what he fucking did to Aaliyah. He belongs, he doesn't belong in jail. He doesn't belong in a psych ward. He belongs in hell. For all the things he did to all the little girls, every little girl, every every girl he touched, he should be under the jail cell. But R. Kelly was following in the footsteps of his predecessors. Yeah, disgusting. Other musicians who were doing what he was doing, he had the blueprint already. Why are we not holding Elvis accountable? And, and, and not even Elvis. We don't have to go back as far as Elvis. People in the same league as Art Kelly who are white. Why are we not holding them accountable as well? There's no equity in this canceling culture. It seems to be very one-sided. It is Like everything here in America seems to be sometimes. And if you think about it, really, I mean, think about where... I mean, think about... I, Let's think of talk about Holly. I mean, we won't go into it obviously, like entirely, but I mean, think about like the disgusting pedophilia that is like part of the foundation of some parts of Hollywood, like in general. Like, think of how gross that is. Like, like Theo was saying, like the blueprint was already there, you know, just again, like I said, because of how grotesque like the pedophilia of Hollywood already was and, and, and just the rape culture and the, it's just sickening, um, but I digress. Uh, you know, it's. <sighs> so what's the consensus? I believe, I believe in the true definition of freedom of speech 
And that's the constitution definition of freedom of speech. And I believe and support accountability culture, cancel culture, um, as long as it's equitable across the board. What about you guys? I believe in Google's definition of freedom of speech that supports the freedom of individuals or, or communities to articulate their opinions and ideas. I believe in that because I because I do believe that 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 is what it is. That is what freedom of speech is. It does support one's right to express their beliefs or their opinions. So I do believe that, but I also believe the definition that you gave, the government's um, version of freedom of speech, the more political, more political version of freedom of speech. Um, but um, I definitely think that there's a fine line as well um, with freedom of speech that um, definitely that, that needs to be defined more. And I definitely think that it needs to be equity, e equity when there's council culture, when people are, when, when people are being counseled for things they do, that it should be on all sides, just not one side. And, and, and if you're going to counsel someone, make sure the energy is the same for both 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 sides, both parties. It shouldn't be um, one side gets a lesser amount of energy or a lesser amount of stoning or hate because of what they look like. It should be equal on all sides. Isaiah? And, uh, you know, I I stand by, I really do stand by that you are, you are free to your speech, but you are not free of the consequences that accompany that. I think that, um, I, I think everyone is, uh, everyone can deal with a little bit of accountability, you know, and I think the one thing I forgot to mention is, um, and just to wrap it up is this social media gives with both hands in this sense. So, you know, and, and same goes for freedom of speech. It gives with the hand of this is great. I can speak my mind and say what I want. But it also gives with the hand of, okay, now I have to deal with the other, the opinions of others and what they feel about what I said or what I did, because that's the social in social media, you know, unfortunately. So just have to be careful and I guess kind of find the find the best middle ground that you can sometimes. And you know what? Like I mentioned, I will never support anyone holding anyone accountable trying to cancel someone for shit they did when they were children and 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 i mean by the legal definition of children because even if you are 50 something year old man and you're 17 when you did something you are a child and i don't want anyone because trust me if i if you hold me accountable for some shit i did or said when i was a child like when i was seven years old I kick this baby because everyone was given attention to this baby. Wow. <laughs> your baby. She was two, I think she was two years old and I kicked her. Oh, you Ooh. really did that? <laughs> yeah, because everybody was giving this child attention and no one was giving the, um, you know, Theo Fox any attention. I, so can you imagine somebody calling me? Can you? And I tried, I, I, and I, um, I, what was I watching? Maybe Ninja Turtles. So I did like a Ninja Turtle kick, like, huh. <laughs> and then everybody came like, you did the Issa, you did the Issa throws the fuck them kids. Everybody was like, what happened? I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> 
But can you wow. imagine somebody holding me accountable to that? You can, Theo is a, an abuser. He has a long, extensive history of child abuse because. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> like, some, some of the Doc, you that? Theo over here throwing shit. <laughs> Somebody, not if I did that as a thirty-six-year-old man, put no, me I, under the jail, <laughs> chop my foot no, off, and put me under the jail. Like if some of the stuff that no, people are sure. bringing up sometimes is so egregious. It's just like, what are you talking? Like it's weird. Some of the newly, you know, because um, newly new things that are coming up with this accountability culture, and sometimes with the Me Too. And I think those people are trying to taint. When you allow those kind of things to enter, you're going to taint a beautiful thing that's happening. And those people want that to happen. But it's happening, right. though. It's happening, though. That's what that's the that's a part of the problem because it's been it's, it has been tainted and it has been used and it has been uh, it's being weaponized in the wrong weaponized in the wrong way. So it's it's happening. It's slow. Because you guys remember Brett Kavanaugh with the, the Supreme Court um, yes, I'm involved crazy in guy? I was yes, thinking about that was. early. Yes. All you know was. where they threw it off and where they fucked up? Trying to bring up something he did when he was a child. He's a 50-something-year-old man. And when he did those things, he was a teenager. And if you are holding him accountable for some shit that happened to him when he was a teenager, now that he's going to be a Supreme Court judge and be there stuck forever, making some shitty-ass um, rulings, that's where they fucked up. And they tainted this accountability. Because I'm sure there was some more recent shit this fucking loser did that we could have hold him accountable. Because if I, once again, sexually assaulted a young lady, and excuse me if I'm being insensitive, and that is not the intent to be insensitive, or re-traumatize anyone. But if I was a child and I touched someone inappropriately, we first of all needed to examine what was young Theo being exposed to at home. And I'm using myself as an example because I don't care. Uh, and then we needed to get me help. Now, if 36-year-old Theo is still you know, grabbing pussies like Trump, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> And this man is a deviant and lock him up. But to hold children accountable or people who are not developmentally, you know, they're accountable for stuff that they were exposed to, for stuff that we needed to talk about the guy, the, the um, hold the adults around them accountable and the people that were supposed to be gatekeeping them away from that. Because no child is walking around sexually assaulting their peers just for the shits and giggles. That child is doing that because they're screaming for help because there's a monster under their bed and the monster could be their uncle, their aunts, or sometimes their own parents mm -hmm. doing stuff to them. But you know, they, 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 but they use, they, they, the problem that, that and the problem with that too is that they use, they, they try to use the childhood to add on to the actions of them as an adult to say, well, they did this as a, a child and they, they, they continue to say adulthood. So they said, getting them help or trying to figure out what the source of the problem was from childhood. They use it as to, to educate. That's what R. Kelly is doing, but fuck R. Kelly. Yeah, because yeah, he jail. did that. You know, he, R. Kelly used to use his childhood because he was molested as a child and he used that argument, trying to use that argument where I was molested as a child and this what led to me doing... For having sex with a 13-year-old. Remember the R. Kelly tapes? Were you guys around then? 
Yeah, we, oh, I was around. Yeah. So I was old enough to know I saw the tape too. Yes, and mine. Oh Lord, for him, <laughs> I, that 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 is no reason. Again, if you are an adult still continuing with that behavior, you are a hundred percent accountable for yes. whatever it is that you chose to continue. Yeah. That is no one's you're fault. Devi- you're a deviant. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's we can go sing all your quarter waters that you want about when I was a child. <laughs> and they can do when you are an adult and you have control over your mind, body, and spirit. Well, not your spirit. Maybe Black Jesus is in control of that. But when you're in control of your decisions as an adult and you're choosing to still do those things, you are the problem. Go to jail. Go straight to hell, R. Kelly beat up bill cosby and send him under the jail <laughs> because i and that's why i have no sympathy for bill cosby bill cosby was a grown ass man he was old as hell disgusting um doing what he was doing to yes. those women and disgusting. i don't give a fuck if it was 45 years ago um every time i so, see your presence in your raggedy ass sweaters i get traumatized <laughs> or, or, or jello pudding was it or just a jello pudding or chocolate pudding that makes it yeah. like so like nasty ass that's why i can't listen to so to that point that's why I don't listen to R. Kelly's music because it's super I don't care how much of a of an old school jam it is I can't listen to Bump and Grind because I don't know who you're talking about. I, I don't, I just don't, uh-uh. Like, it, I listen to it with a different set of ears now. Like, it's just yeah. it's not hit the same. It's they put gross. you in a fucked up predicament. But yeah, because as the listener, no. or consumer. It's just gross. To me, it's just gross. I can't. But see, to me, I'm the, the struggle with this. The struggle for me, I'm having mm. is, like, he wrote a lot of music that were sung by other artists. So, like, do I just not listen to that music? That's, the, that's what I'm having. That- it's a lot of that's music. That's true. He wrote for yeah, that's a point. I know. I didn't even I know like a lot of those songs. Voice. He wrote a ton of music for a ton of artists. And Jennifer Hudson pulled one of her songs down, and he wrote for her. Whitney pulled some of her songs. Yeah, Whitney pulled some of her songs. So Houston Fan pulled some of her songs. You got Lady Gaga pulled her song together. Like they're pulling songs. I'm like, you know. Celine Dion. He wrote for Celine. He wrote for a lot of y'all. A lot of people, yes. So that's why I just had to like, I had to like at least, and that I knew too. So I had to like go, okay, if I'm gonna start somewhere, yeah, it's just, I'm just not gonna listen to him, like him, him directly. His own voice, so like because his own voice. I had to at least hard. do that for me. You know what I mean? Because it, you're right, the industry was saturated right with him. For, literally, like there's yeah, so many. Know. So you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be listening to nothing, not nothing. Yeah, there we go. Nothing from the nineties. Yeah, because you're right. He was everywhere. Nothing good because I have to. I I love me some um, Kelly Price friend of mine remix with him and Mr. Big. So I that's my jam. So I listen to that. You know, but I can't not listen to Kelly Price because that's my girl. So right. You know, I'm like R. Kelly. Now you you don't mess it up. Like it makes it awkward. I can't. I can't do uh What's the song he had? This is Mr. How you do I can't listen to "I Believe I Can Fly." I used to. Oh my God, that's like, not, none of it. I can't. Can't do it because I'm like, where are you? Who are you flying with? Yeah. Like you know, God. like I just I can't. Do for it, years, have you guys know much. that song? Um, for years I've been singing it. Um, fortunate. To have you to have girl. your love, Maxwell. Yeah, he wrote that. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, he wrote, I told you he wrote a lot of songs. He wrote a lot of songs. <laughs> and I and listen, and y'all know I I hard with some Maxwell. Like that's I love Maxwell. He wrote um, I, I mean, look you to both, you. Brother. He wrote I look to you by Whitney Houston. Her one of her last songs. He wrote that song. Yeah. I know. And you can. Yeah. He wrote Aaliyah's all, all of Aaliyah's first album. He wrote except for the um, the Isley Brothers song. But, but see, he wrote AJ Num for a number, yeah. and I, so that song right and there. Now is, we know what's that song. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So it's like that song right there in the self tells where his mindset was at at that age, and you know, at that time, his those yeah. You're right. You're right. Oh, but it's a vibe. I love Aaliyah. That's a vibe though. I love that song, but it's like. Yeah, but I, even that is just, just you know, once again, these dirty, raggedy men. We Disgusting. need to raise peep, grown men. Stop doing raggedy, disturbing things. Hold your own self accountable. That's why I hold my own self accountable before somebody does it for me. That's why I humble myself before somebody humbles me. Like I, I, I correct, I can, I correct <laughs> myself before somebody's going to correct me. Don't check me because I've already checked myself one, two, and three times. And Ooh. that's how we need to. Yeah, I am my biggest critic. If I am tough on you, I am even 110% tougher on myself. I believe it. Oh, just, if I, I have I expectations of you, I have even <laughs> further expectations of mine. Jasper, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I believe in you. Yes, I believe. <laughs> I believe in you and me. <laughs> I believe in you and me. <laughs> okay, Theo, I hear you. No, but it's just like check yourself so other people don't have to check you and get rid of this ugly, toxic behavior. That I think men, men and women, black and white, we all have as humans, mm -hmm. because you know humanity is just. Sometimes you sit down and like, God damn, where are the aliens at? Because I want to go to Mars because humans are fucked up. Oh yeah, this planet is trash. Like I don't even know. <laughs> Earth okay. is ghetto. Very Earth is ghetto. Yes. I don't even want to be on. Because <laughs> no. if you mean... really want to get down into it, it's just like sometimes it make me wonder like humanity is dead oh dead definitely dead and we need it's to start fine. a new colony somewhere else in a new planet <laughs> yeah I I'm, I'm here for <laughs> it so i sign up to go because really like, like ch you check you before they wreck you that's yeah. i really just feel Period. like that's a good one Period. like you check before you they before wreck they you. wreck yes. you because other people are waiting to wreck you so oh, check yeah. yourself yeah. first because I heard R. Kelly, R. Kelly and Bill Cosby have been doing this for years. I'm 36 years old. Um, how old is R. Kelly, by the way? He's your age. She's 36. Go shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he wish. Uh, and like Bill Cosby has been doing this for years. Bill Cosby could have stopped doing this alive. 36 years ago. He could have stopped doing this 40 years ago and he could have been sitting in his jail cell today. <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say that. I did this old is 40 He's years 55. ago. R. Kelly's 55? Fuck. 55. He just turned 55 January 8th, so he just had a birthday. Oh, really? Nobody even said anything. But like, our, but Bill Cosby, because he's the older gentleman, he's the one who paved the way for R. Kelly. Um, yeah, he did. Bill Cosby could have been an 80-something-year-old man and said 40 years ago, 45 years ago, I did these horrific things.
but I have learned, I have gone to therapy and I've tried to make amends. Wouldn't that be a different story? I mean, it would be a different story, but I think a yeah. consequence still needs to be had. Oh, no, no, that's why I said he would have been in the jail. He still did something wrong. Oh, yeah. Because I think even if, even if he said that, no one still will be here for it. They would say, okay, you said it, but we still want your ass to go to prison. Yeah, because like, you still see those guys on death row and on life in prison. They become preachers. They become saved pastor, by the white Jesus or whatever. Well, that's oh. great. You found some peace. You're going to stay in that jail and you still go yeah, get and a lethal are- injection. Oh yeah, and where the where's the piece for all of the people that there we go the victims trauma yes. to the so victims, victims because now yeah. they have trauma because of the trauma that you didn't fix for the rest You're of right their lives. Well, you know, it would have been it would have been different instead of him having this very smug, um, like you know, I'm gonna get away with this kind of personality that he has, which is maybe why I didn't like Bill Cosby anyway, because my introduction to Bill Cosby was like when he was critiquing black men about sagging their pants or whatever. I was like, if he don't shut the fuck oh, up in his braggy yeah. sweater. Yeah, at one point in time, he was trying to act holier than thou and talking really backwards and shitty about the black community. Oh, that's a whole lot of respectability politics that, that really is born in white supremacy, if we want to be honest. Thank about you. That. And I was like, the Bill Cosby show wasn't even all that, so he needs to stop. It like. <laughs> You are not my father figure. Like, go sure relax. Because I had my own who was annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> not here for the Cosby show. I definitely, there definitely wasn't the show that I looked to or him as a father figure to look to. Uh, and I definitely not. And um, there's but, only like the closest thing that I like about him. Remember Ghost Dad? Oh my I'm gosh. Not, yeah, yes. I remember Ghost Dad. I watched Ghost Dad with my dad. And I, you know, we, me and my dad always used to have like, we used to do Disney all the time together. And, um, I made I forced him to watch Lion King until it popped, and he had to go buy me a new one. But that, we watched Ghost Dad, like. and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" And I, you know, and I told my dad, "If something like that happens, you need to come back to, <laughs> and, and haunt me." <laughs> that motherfucker, <laughs> that motherfucker is late. <laughs> I'm just seeing Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. Oh, it's so good. Oh, you it's gotta so watch. When, when did it come out? Right. What, what what year did it come out? Y'all? Oh, god. I don't know. Wait, like, hold on, Alexa. 19- what year the Ghost Dad by Bill Cosby with Bill Cosby come out? Here's something I found on the web. According to fandom.com, Ghost was theatrically released on July 13th, 1990 by Paramount Pictures. Alexa. Oh, now with stop. Demi. I knew she was gonna go say that. <laughs> not, not her. We ain't talking about them. Ghost was released on July 1990. No. <laughs> That's ghost. Wait, we talking about ghost. It, I dad. feel like this was 1988. Or no, like it was released 19... in 1990, by the way. Yes, oh, it was well, released it was June 29, 1990. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't even thought of being here. So y'all, so y'all, y'all, I'm the baby of the bunch. I'm still I'm a young one here, so I wasn't born then. So. It was you know so good. <laughs> he was so good in that movie, and I think it was emotional. Was. But then to think that he is so disgusting. It's called acting, you, know, so you, you, you It's called acting. You, you, you're at the end. You know what acting is. You're not being yourself. So. Feel something. Oh. <laughs> what he said? Wow. wow what did he say? I said, you, I said, Theo, you said it's acting. You know, you're at the end. You know, it, that's not being yourself. It's being in the character. So he was in character. Jasper, you know what? You know you're wrong. 
Sophia, you have to ask me. You should, you should, you, you're, you're, you're acting. You know, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll leave it because I'm going to go. I'm going to fuck up Jasper. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Next time, y'all. Motivating force within 